no, 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 no. You guys have to win this game. The worst defensive call that I have ever seen. Do we bring Taysom Hill into this conversation or do we wait another week? Boom! The Fist Bump Boys are back. As always, my name is Josh. I'm Gio. And we are the The Fist Fist Bump Bump Boys. Boys. Back and, and better than ever. Episode... 37 it's up there man we're really getting up there now uh, so are are we my my question for you we're not there yet we're not up there we're getting we're getting up there we're not there yet i'm not gonna ask you what it is but i'm very curious to know it's where it is it's there like where is officially up there There. because we're getting up there it's there we're not up there we're not there but it's there this is the worst good evening everybody we are back Happy to be here for episode 37. Had a fun week. A fun Instagram live this past week. I thought it was yeah, one of our yeah, one, it was of one of our, our better ones. One of our better ones. We've enjoyed that. So uh, we're happy. We're finally through uh, week 13 in the NFL, which we're excited to cover. Didn't take quite as long as last week. No, it didn't. It didn't. But uh, before we get to that, we're gonna we're gonna dip our toe in. On a subject that, admittedly, yeah, we we have to like give this disclaimer finally, before we go. Fi- finally, we're going to bring this subject up. Uh, admittedly, we have not spoken about college football, uh, basically because we didn't think it was going to make it. Zero uh, confidence. Zero. <laughs> it has. It the season has gone about as roughly. As we expected it would go. It's like the worst managed sport that I've seen through COVID. And and so it went exactly as we thought it would. Yeah. We just yeah. didn't. We thought they'd shut it down. We just thought they would shut it down by now and it wouldn't have, have gotten this far. But, but you here know we are. It, it does prove exactly what we've been screaming from the rooftop for <laughs> years. The NCAA does not care about its players. No. It is all no. about the money. Yeah, they they don't they don't care. It, they give this whole you know player safety nonsense. But it it, it seems to us as the as the fans that it, it is it is all a crock. What are we talking about? We're talking about Michigan Ohio State this weekend. We are ready for them to. Pl- no, we're not. I feel like this. This day is peak 2020. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dip it into the NFL a little bit. I'm, I'm the, sorry, the, but... The Cowboys and the 49ers were flexed out of Sunday Night Football in Week 15 for the Giants and the Cleveland Browns. And Michigan-Ohio State has been canceled. We, we I, I, This has to be peak 2020, right? It, it is. And, and to be honest, like... Every, everyone knows that I'm a huge Michigan fan. I yes, love Michigan. Yes. It has been a rough year. This for you. is the epitome. It is the only way that John Harbaugh <laughs> had to actually defeat Ohio State. So, so that's a that's a good tease into why this is important. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a few weeks back, so so let, let's go even further back. Beginning of the season, the Big Ten said that to be eligible for the – they made the rule to be eligible for the conference championship game. Six games. Team had to play six games. Period. Stop. A few weeks ago, Ohio State had uh, another game canceled. Two. They had the first the, one their against – Their second game, they, yeah. It was Mar- Maryland first. Yeah. 
and then Illinois next. Correct. And when Illinois game went down, I immediately started seeing the rumblings of, yeah. you know, if Michigan wants to stick it to Ohio State, no, no, no. It was, it, they'll cancel it, this listen, game. It wasn't if Michigan wants to rub <laughs> the, Okay, Look, because Michigan wants to stick it to Ohio State, they're going to cancel this game. In their defense, I saw a report something along the lines of 40. Yeah, it was a ridiculous Five number. scholarship yeah. athletes were out, so it, it was a, it was a no brainer. Now, in the past, somewhere around ninety minutes before we started recording, yeah, this conversation changed. We were going to sit here and talk about what does it mean for Ohio State. They're not going to be able to play in their championship games, so are they going to still be eligible? You know, will they still be in consideration for? Mm-hmm the college football playoff and what would have to happen and the scenarios and, and all I that. I had such great thoughts oh, about we, that, we, too. We, we, oh, it was so good. We were ready to really, really bring it down. And then the Big Ten made an announcement. The Big Ten did the right thing. Uh, sure. You know, and, and it should be noted again, you are a Michigan fan, so saying that about Ohio State is uh, you know, it doesn't come from yeah, a yeah. Ohio State bias. There are a lot of people who don't think it's the right thing to do. Um, I, I I'm fine with it. I, uh, I kind of look at it like this: like let's say that they decided to schedule Rutgers. Well, so and, hold on, and, hold on. So t- before you get into that, there was before the Big Ten made their announcement, there was a lot of conversation about Ohio State trying to schedule another game right, to right. to replace. Michigan to get to that six games, making this conversation null and void. Well, the Big Ten came out with their announcement saying they are getting rid of that rule. They voted, and that rule is no longer in place, so Ohio State doesn't need that six game. And I'm reading straight from their uh, press release, uh, quote, the decision was based on a competitive analysis which determined that Ohio State would have advanced to the Big Ten football championship game based on its undefeated record and a head-to-head victory over Indiana, yep. regardless of a win or loss against Michigan, which, A, means that they were taking into consideration that Michigan might win that game, which I think is That's adorable. ridiculous. It's just adorable it's that they were ridiculous. thinking. But it's it's on the table, and fair enough. Uh, Indiana would be the team that would go to the championship yep. Uh, yep. for the East Division of the Big Ten, the it's old said, Legends division. What were horrible names? Those I, were. I didn't like. It was Legends and uh, I can't even. I can't remember what the other one was. But uh, regardless, they they determined that it didn't matter because even if they lost to Michigan, they would have one loss, and they beat Indiana head head to head. So they would go no matter what happened in yeah, this game. Yeah. So Big Ten decided. Here we go. We have. Uh, they're playing so now. So now Ohio State is playing Northwestern in yeah. their conference game, yeah. and we would love to it? spend twelfth ranked Northwestern. I or something think like that? they're twelfth. Yeah. Yes, I don't have it in yeah. front of. No, me. no, it's twelfth. It's twelfth. So we would love to take some time now to talk about the scenarios with the conference championship games coming up uh, in a couple of weeks, and and who's going to be in the college football playoff, but. There is so much absolute chaos. It, absolute. And, and, and chaos. by the way, that is one of the reasons that I have the unpopular opinion of. I know, make them play that sixth game because I would love more chaos. Now, it should be noted, I also am. I, I like. I'm in both camps. 
right. I I want the best teams on the field, but I also like when an unexpected team listen is I'm, is able to get I'm in the mix. I'm all for Ohio State getting knocked out of the of playoffs. Of course, sure. Okay, I'm all for it. Of and, course, and sure. I'm speaking from the heart here. <laughs> However, being a unbiased sports fan, we'll fan, call it fanatic, whatever, sure. It's the right thing to do. It, it's it, it's. I would love to see them lose a sixth game and be knocked out. I'd love to see them lose the Big Ten championship. Sure, which is on the table now. Right. But you'd rather see it played out on the field right. than some arbitrary rule Absolutely. or decision. Like, which I, I would be more upset if they made the playoffs with a 5-0 and record. Like, I would be... Okay. It, it would... I, it would boggle my mind yeah. how they made it a five and zero record, and Cincinnati's sitting at what eight and zero, nine and zero. They're eight and zero right now. Yeah, and in eighth place, no consideration. Well, it, to to your point, my team, Notre Dame, yeah. at worst, is going to be ten and one. Yeah, and a five and zero team would jump them. It yeah. would it would yeah. it would be it would be a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. And there's a lot of people saying they will go ten and one, which would tie them with Clemson at that point at ten and one. Well, it's but not, that's it's, neither it's here not, nor there. It's not just the five and zero. Oh. It's your five and zero oh with no championship game. Yeah. No. I. So, listen. The the college football situation has been broken for a long time. Okay. I was going to say awkward. Broken. Just for to a be, long time. Yeah. For a long. You know, we had the BCS and 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 all this nonsense. I. I we, and we've talked about this at great length. We 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 need to take the human element out of this. Yes, it it needs to be played out on the field. That's one of the reasons we like well, the four game you know playoff, and we would love to expand it. And we do have well, something of a plan. You know, we've we've already tried to save the NFL. We tried. We tried. To Y'all save, didn't listen. We tried to save all the other sports that we could. Yeah. Josh has an amazing idea. <laughs> I do. To we're going to NCAA. We're going to put it all together. So this is a bit of a tease. We're going to put it all together. We're going to lay it all out, and we're going to give you the details because that's what we do. We don't. We don't give you you know half the idea. We give you the full solution. Yeah. But but I've got it. it. It's and it and the basic premise is it plays out on the field, and that's what we'd like yeah. to see. That said, Ohio State will be playing in their championship game. So after this week. I think we're gonna re revisit this subject because there's still you know one more week of regular season games before we get to the co- the conference well, championship. We, games. we were discussing right before recording the absolute chaos, I- insanity, like insanity. It, just for example, just to give you guys a little taste of this, <laughs> just imagine if Florida beats Alabama in the championship game, the Notre Dame Clemson game comes down to one point. And Texas, or not Texas A&M, Iowa State loses to Oklahoma. So, so I, so while that is insanity, I'm not even there yet. What if these teams lose this week before their conference championship? Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Then they drop out of the rankings, and then the conference championship it doesn't mean as much. It gets, it gets crazy. There's an absolute chance that we could see for the playoffs the ACC versus the SEC two and two. Yeah, it's on the table. I, I, and, and part of me wants to see that, not because I like either conference better, no. not because it happens to involve my team would be one of the ACC teams in Notre Dame, but because I want to see if they have the cojones to do that. Yeah, like because well, I mean, if we, you look at the rankings, the four best teams would be 
those four teams, yeah. and you have to. I want to see if well, they and, have, the, and, have and the, the ability to do that. We remember when they had two SEC. Almost every year they've had close to two. You know, two SEC well, teams we had that could that, safely be in the, the playoff. We had that year, and I want to say it was LSU and Alabama. No, no, no that in was the a, conference championship game. No, that was uh, Auburn, Alabama. And then they then then they faced off two weeks later yeah. in the championship yeah. game. Yeah. It wasn't two weeks later, but it and then and then Alabama lost the conference yeah, it was, championship. It was, the, it was the kick six, the Iron Bowl when they ran no no the, no. I'm talking about when they were playing in the conference championship game, lost it, still made the championship and won it all. Yeah, that was the year that the Auburn got the, the kick six. No, that was in the Iron Bowl. That wasn't in the conference championship game. Oh, oh, oh. That correct, was the Iron correct, Bowl. Correct, correct, correct. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was the LSU-Alabama. Uh, yeah, it might have been. I fin- just, it, it I just was remember in New the year of the kick six, Auburn beat Alabama in the Iron Bowl. Auburn went to the, the SEC championship game. Alabama still made the playoffs, and I think that's the year that Auburn won. I could be wrong with that, but I'm almost positive that's what it was. Yeah, I, there, there's been so many – so many different scenarios, and and that's why we're gonna wait. We're no, gonna have a no. bit of a better, a better view after this week. I yeah, yeah. uh, oh there there it is. It was 2017. Clemson, Oklahoma, and Georgia made it, and uh, Alabama beat out Ohio State for the fourth spot. That's oh, that was the it first was. year of the college playoff, right? Uh... I think so. Yeah, I think that was the first year of the college playoff. I think so. Right after the BCS, because the BCS was figured out to be broken. And and while it's good to have the college, uh, a playoff, I think it needs to be expanded. We'll talk about that more later. Yeah. So, again, Ohio State-Michigan has been canceled, but uh, the whole story was they weren't going to be eligible, and now they are. So they'll play Northwestern in, I think it's in two weeks now. I think so, yeah. Championship uh, week. Yeah. Championship week is in two weeks, and we'll we'll touch bases on this a little bit more next episode when the when the scenarios are a bit when they play out a little clear. bit more. Yeah, we're through these you know little games this week, uh, and we'll and we'll know more mm-hmm. next week. Moving on. From college football to the National Football League. I feel like we have to start with the Eagles, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been waiting for this. Well, we, we've we talked about it a bunch. Uh, not so much the game. Packers handled yeah, the Eagles in that game. But the bigger story is that finally they put in Jalen Hurts and left him in. To yep. play football, and it has now been announced that he will be starting this week for the Philadelphia Eagles, benching Carson Wentz, and it's it's a it's a crazy scenario given how much money Carson Wentz is due. But what do we what do we think about Hertz finally getting the reins? Let, let's use the B word. I've been saying that we should. Whoa, he is a bust, Jalen Hurts. No, Carson oh, Wentz. Oh, Carson Wentz. You are officially calling Carson Wentz a, a bust. bust. I mean, it's it's funny because when we first started the Fist Bump Boys, yep. not when we first started, but during last season, in our first season, we, we discussed him and Dak Prescott. Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott. And I stood there. I was I was sitting when I, when it happened, and I – emphatically said that Carson Wentz is better. 
Yeah. Carson Wentz is better, but the best ability is availability, and Dak has proven up until yeah. recently. Oh, I shouldn't be laughing. Up until recently that he is one of the most available yep. quarterbacks in the league. And Carson Wentz has must have hurt us. I don't know. But he has done everything in his power to go against everything I said. Well, my my comparison to Wentz has never been Prescott. Like you've been always trying to compare those two. Well, For me, it's golf. So, me, so it's the Wentz reason golf. the reason we were comparing them same is division. because they're in the same division, yeah, yeah. same time, and and they always went ahead. To, you're right. The easy comparison is golf. Yeah. They were they were drafted. I, I think they were back and, to back. Yeah, yeah. One was one. one yeah. uh, I think golf one was two. one, and one Wentz and was two. Correct. If if you look at the stats, Wentz is nowhere near the quarterback that Goff was, and that's including the off year that Goff just had last year. Okay. It, it just it, they look like two completely different quarterbacks. I just don't think that it, the whole knock on Wentz when they were drafting him is is he ready for the NFL? And look, Nick Foles came in as a backup and led that team to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Had not too many the only thing that really changed on that team was Nick Foles left and the Eagles have been bad since so coming into this season I have a comparison so this season has been terrible for Wentz so coming into this season Wentz had 57 starts Goff had 55 right and their records were pretty close Wentz 32 and 34, 32 and 25, Goff 34 and 21, passer rating almost the same 92 to 91, mm-hmm. uh, Goff with a hundred almost 200 less attempts, uh, Wentz with 12 more touchdowns and five less interceptions, completion percentage within a point and a half. So statistically, they were really really close to each other coming into this year. Uh, rushing touchdowns, no. a huge disparity. Wentz was 75. Excuse me, rushing first down. I was going to say 75. I thought it said touchdown. Like... It says rushing 1DS, and it looked like touchdowns. <laughs> and I was like, holy moly. No, rushing first down, 75-19. I don't care about that. I don't know even why I brought it up. So coming into this season, they were really, really close. They were about equal. Carson has not had the best season no. No. so far. This year, he's at 57% completion percentage. Not good enough. 2,620 yards, mm-hmm. 16 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. Yeah. So it's less about the yards. The completion percentage is... Ugly. 57% it's bad. is ugly. It's bad. We have gone, we've gone on and on about how bad his weapons have been. Yeah. So there's a lot of drop passes in there. I'm not, I'm not giving him an excuse... I'm just not putting as much weight on the completion percentage. Yes, it is too low. 100% it's too low. However, my thing is his touchdown to interception ratio. It can't be damn near one-to-one. And it's not, it's not just 15 interceptions. The fumbles. He leads the league in fumbles. Yeah. Like, he, this year, he is comparable to last year's Jameis Winston. Uh, who went 30-30. I mean, not nowhere near as much for either number, which is even worse. Well, it won't be, definitely. Right, it, 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 which is even worse because he's not going to hit at least the 30-touchdown mark, which no. was the one thing you could say for Jameis. Like, yeah, he turned it over, but, but at he least threw he 30. threw touchdowns. He like, threw 30, and now he was benched for... Yeah. Like, so, but, so, 
what do we think Jalen Hurts is going to be able to do? He came in last week. He went 5 for 12 for 109. Again, garbage time. Game was over. But he went 5 for 12, 109, had a touchdown and a pick. And the touchdown wasn't half bad. Yeah, it, was yeah. a, it was a good throw. But garbage time, a little bit of prevent defense. What, what, do, we, what do we expect from Jalen Hurts in their next game coming up? Well, it, I don't know if, what to really expect of Jalen Hurts because that offensive line is bad. Like, I'm not saying that Jalen Hurts is going to come in and save the Eagles season. And to answer your question, the New Orleans Saints. That's who they're playing. Oh, okay. The Saints. It, 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 he's not going to save the Eagles season. I don't think anybody can save the Eagles no. season. Everybody I, on that team has been playing horribly. Their I, offensive line, you just said it, is garbage. I kind of feel that... The, the front office is just letting Doug Peterson play the season out. Oh, hot seat. And Jalen Hurts has kind of been being just thrust into it, the Tebow situation where it's, let's just get this over with. Okay. So so are you implying that you think they're going to move on from Wentz? Yes. They're definitely going to move on from Wentz. How? The question. I don't know. I don't know how they back away from it because that contract is ugly. So... I have a a comp for this, for okay. this situation. Yeah, got Brock Osweiler. You remember him? You're, are you talking about when he signed with Denver or when he signed with um, Houston? Well, when he when he signed the seventy-two million dollar contract with Houston, yeah, and then they traded him to get off of this monster contract because yeah. they couldn't get off of the contract. Yeah. And they traded him to the Cleveland Browns and a sixth-round pick and a second-round pick. So Brock, a sixth-round pick and a second-round pick, went to Cleveland for a fourth-round compensatory pick just to get off yeah. that contract. Yeah. That seems like the only way the Eagles can get get him traded yeah. is trade him and other assets, whether it's picks or another player or whatever, probably picks to another team. Yeah, well, I mean, it, look, the, the, the long and short of all this is you. there's no way that this team is keeping Wentz and Peterson. I, oh, Doug Peterson. Peterson. I, thought, okay. I was like, Hurts. I'm, I'm not even putting Hurts into this, this okay. equation. Okay. There's no way. They're, right now, the, with, with what just happened of him benching, benching Wentz, those two are never going to be able to work together again. I don't. I like. can. I can agree with that. And they might just back away from both of them. So that was going to be my next question. So you're saying at least one of them's gone. At least one of them's gone. You have to pick one. Who is it going to be? Oh, if I have to keep one. No, if you if you have to pick one to, that's going to be gone. Who's going to be the one? If it's only one, who is it? Peterson. I I think I agree. I think that seems simpler. Yeah. And there are head coaching candidates out there yeah. that might be able to solve. Well, yeah. But, I mean, but here we have Jalen Hurts going the rest of the season. What do we have? Four more weeks? Yeah. What if he plays well? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, well, Will that be the determining factor? It's the way that I'm looking at it is I, I don't think that the front office wanted Hurts. I think that that was a Peterson pick. And, and I think that it's kind of the same situation that happened in Denver with Tebow where it's not Elway that wanted him. Elway didn't draft him. That was Josh McDaniels. And okay. it got to the point where the quarterback was playing so bad that the front office was just like, look, let's get this over with. Let's, let's put him see in. what we have. 
And if Hurt starts winning, it's going to be just like Tebow. Well, and if Hurt starts winning, and or at the very least playing well, let's yeah. not go yeah. so far as to well, say well, and winning. Well, I'm going to say winning because Tebow didn't play well. No, no. I, so I'm I'm taking it <laughs> out of that situation. And and Tebow eventually played well because he did win a yeah. playoff game in overtime, as I recall. While throwing seven passes. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Wins aren't a quarterback step. Oh, wait. That's your point. Uh, so so let's say Hurts plays well. I don't think they're yeah. going to win no, no matter who the I quarterback is. We'll the, say, the we'll say play well. We'll say play well. So he plays well, plays better yeah. than which is not Carson Wentz, which isn't which year. isn't difficult. Does that save Peterson's job? It it may. And how good does he have? What what loosely do we need to see from Hurts and or from the Eagles? to save Peterson's job and have them ship off Wentz rather than firing Peterson. I I, I don't know. I, to be honest, I think the only thing that's going to save Peterson's job right now is if they went out. They're Which not going not gonna to. It's not going to be easy to They're do. not going to. Look, let's be realistic. They're probably not going to beat the Saints, who have had the most electric defense in the league for the past five, six weeks. Yeah, not, not too shabby. Well, looking at the rest of their season, they got Saints, Cardinals, Cowboys, and the Washingtons. And, and I, they can go 0-4. They could go and and not for nothing. They could go three and one too if they yeah. if they figure it out. Because yeah. yeah. you know they've they've beaten. Okay, never mind. They beaten the Cowboys, yeah. the Giants, and the 49ers. Yeah, like they've they, they are a <laughs> and tied with the Bengals. Team. They have th- not played well. I think that Peterson's job is just it's done. They're waiting for the end of the year, and they're going to get somebody like Soleil from the Niners. There's a lot of candidates out there, yeah. and there's going to be a lot of job openings. Yeah, I, but to be honest, Philly is one of those job openings that people want. There so, is. so that's so that's my qu- my next question for you is, which quarterback? Starting for the Eagles makes that job more appealing. Neither. That's that's not one of the options. It, it, listen, here's what I think is going to happen. Even if Hertz plays well, in fact, the best thing for the Eagles is if Hertz plays extremely well. Okay. Okay. Peterson gone. Okay. They trade Wentz for a compensatory pick. Okay. They trade Hertz. Trade Hurts. Trade Hurts for a high pick. Ooh. Maybe a second rounder. Well, that's what they got him for. Yeah, so trade him for a second rounder. As long as he plays well, you get your. You, they're going to have the fourth, fifth pick. So you pick your quarterback from this class that's coming out, which is going to be a decent quarterback class. You pick your quarterback of the uh, future. Yeah, there, there's some there's some good Yeah. Quarterbacks out there right now. I mean, even if you even if you go past right now, there's six. They're picking six right now. Right, and look who's picking. We know that the Jets are going to have probably one or two. Jets, Jets Jacksonville, Cincinnati won't. So for quarterback needs, you got the Jets probably are drafting a quarterback at yep. one. Yep. Jacksonville probably drafting yep. a quarterback. Cincinnati is no, not. Absolutely not. Dallas, no. You think they're sticking with that? I think that they have to stick. I with think that. they. I think they will as well. The Chargers won't. So there's right now ahead of them, there are two teams in the quarterback market. Yeah. So let's say that that's going to be Trevor Lawrence, who's probably going to be one, and Justin Fields, and Justin Fields going to be two. You have uh, Mark Mac Jones from uh, Alabama, who's probably going to come out. You have uh, Kyle Trask from Florida, who's a junior and probably going to come out. Yeah. 
You have uh, Brooke from Notre Dame, who is definitely coming out. Uh, probably, yeah. Like Probably. You, you have three other quarterbacks outside of the top two who have a chance of being a really good NFL quarterback. So just just going down the list, uh, and and I'm looking at the big board here. You got in order. You got Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, which we discussed. Next on this particular big board is Trey Lance from okay. North yep. Dakota State, which yep. would be kind of kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, that'd be hilarious. That would be kind of interesting. That'd be hilarious. Because if I'm not mistaken, they would be replacing. Yeah. A North Dakota State quarterback with another yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, Zach Wilson from BYU is next. Then Mac Jones. Then Kyle Trask. That could all change in the next couple mm-hmm. of weeks. Yep. They could jump up. But we're we're now at the 55th ranked overall player with Kyle Trask. Yeah. So you know they're going to be available. Yep. But, you know, who, who knows what they do. And, and obviously we'll see what happens over the next. But it, it's... It's interesting to see how they've handled this whole Jalen Hurts situation. Yeah. Yeah. I have not been in favor of it simply because they put him in in weird times, never giving him a yeah. chance. If you're going to get him, get him in the game. Get him in the game. Was, Let's play uh, some and quarterback. And there were so many claims of he's playing with the first team, he's playing with the first team. And then and never then getting on the comes field. And he never plays yeah. with the first team. So it will be I, – I don't think we could take a whole lot from that. He had like two or three series yeah. at the end of that game. So I don't think we could take a whole lot from that. It'll be interesting to see what he does against the Saints. Yeah, it's not the best matchup, as you alluded to earlier. No, it, it, it might be the worst rookie's first game starting matchup of the year. Like, uh, okay, okay. Like, the way you worded that, yep. Comparison wise, like Herbert's first game was was not against a, no, uh, no. a strong defense. Burrow's first game wasn't. No, this it, is it's a it's brutal not a good defense to start with. Is it safe to say that Jalen Hurts will be the best? quarterback on the field in that game, seeing as he'll be the only quarterback on the field. I mean if you if game. you go by position calls and what they what they should have been drafted for, oh. there's not gonna be a quarterback on the field. I again. mean just just one holding a clipboard in Jameis Winston. I mean there's gonna be one as the head coach of the Eagles. <laughs> this is this is true. Let's move on to some of the games uh, that took place this past week. Some interesting, interesting stuff we saw. We're yeah, going to start yeah. Chiefs, Broncos, and we're going to start there because nobody expected this game to be close. Oh, everyone was like, "Oh, this is going to be like a fifty-two to seven blowout." I, the point spread was like eleven or twelve, yeah, I think yeah, I saw. And the Broncos played them, played them tough. Yeah, ended well, up, and the Chiefs ended up winning twenty-two to sixteen. I. Uh, it, but but the Broncos stayed in the game, held them to a lot of field goals. What was it? Four field goals, I think I saw. Uh, per, five field goals, excuse me. Five field goals instead of touchdowns. Now, I want to ask if that was the best catch called incomplete oh you've ever seen. That should have it should have it shouldn't have been incomplete number one. That was that was. Pass. Unbelievable. It was like, okay, so what that reminded me of, it's kind of that play. uh, It was a college play from like 10, 15 years ago where the quarterback threw such a perfect pass that the receiver, and he was running at the time. It wasn't him falling. Yeah. 
but it just went into his arms and he caught it. Like he didn't even try to he catch it. He didn't even try to catch well, it. He's so just th- like, here, take this. <laughs> it was like a, it was a long distance handoff. Yeah. So and, and it was kind of the same situation where, and I know that it bounced and it was you know lucky. Well, the, the play we're talking this. about is Tyreek Hill. You know, first second quarter, whatever it was. Uh, no, it was, it was second quarter. I second think, quarter, because they ended up punting right after this, streaking down the field. The ball is put right on him. Uh, it was it was tight coverage. The, the coverage yeah, was yeah. there, and Tyreek Hill did not catch the ball. It bounced off his hands and his helmet. But as he fell, magically, this ball lands back in his arm. Yeah. He did not attempt to catch it. It was while he was falling, it slid into his left arm and never touched the ground, yep. and it, it was a catch. Yeah, it was just and one of those where it's like the ball is like, look, you're going to catch it, me whether this is you happening. want to or not. This is happening. And he he thought he dropped it. Yep. The ref thought he dropped it. The world Everybody thought, thought he, he dropped, dropped it. it. And then they showed that replay, and it was and like, the world no erupted. way. <laughs> the world absolutely re- Twitter went bonkers. So absolutely bonkers, and and I feel like my favorite message about this was that is the first time in the history of the sport that a wide receiver did not think he caught the ball. Yeah, he he got up, got frustrated, went back to the sideline, all frustrated, and and Andy Reid looked at him and said, "Well, if he doesn't think he caught it, we're done here." Yeah. Which is why he didn't challenge it. Imagine, Everybody's killing him so, for not challenging it. So it's not his fault. imagine the look on Tyreek Hill's face when he I went saw the look. Back, no, when he went into the locker room and watched that play again. Oh, he was probably furious. Oh, and anybody that may or may not be in this conversation right now that had him in fantasy. Probably not all that happy either. I mean, it, it, it didn't end up it mattering, but still, it would have made it a little closer. It's the story of my season. Is really is really what that has <laughs> been. But that said, the Broncos played them really really tight. But for that for that score there, yeah. And I mean, I, it, it's it's kind of pro- goes back to the point that we've been saying about the Chiefs all year. When it comes to teams that they know that they can beat, they coast. Well, so so it's it's interesting because, and we're going to talk about the Steelers in just a moment because I have been very hard on the Steelers because mm-hmm. at no time have I ever thought that they were the best team in the league and were as good as their record. And well, I was not, very very high. Neither one of us have. Been, yeah, you know to be. To and be we fair. were very high in Kansas City. And we talked about this on our uh, Monday Night Football during the second game of Monday Night Football, how the, the stats bear out that they were really, really close yep. in in everything. But, but at no but point... the eye test. The eye yes. test changes yes. everything. This was their first game outside of of, uh, Vegas. of the Vegas game where I... And, and, either, and, the, and to be honest, either Vegas game. Vegas plays the Chiefs yes. really well this year. But in this game, I'm not going to lie... Doubt creeped in. Doubt creeped into my mind. At no point in the Vegas game mm-hmm. did I think they were going to lose until there were, there were zeros okay. on the clock. Okay. At no point. In this game, I was like, you know, this feels like a trap game yeah. that if they don't turn on the Jets. I thought that that missed touchdown that we just talked yeah. about, yeah, I thought them. that was going to burn them. Yeah. I but, thought that was going to burn But it shows the difference between a team like KC and a team like Pittsburgh where – you think that they they might fall into a trap game and they're going to lose to a, a really bad team and let's not fool ourselves. Denver is a really Denver's bad, bad team. Denver's bad. Yes. 
but they still turn it up when they have to. Yeah, they they got it done. So, they got it done, and yep. and they they didn't take the lead till in the second half. I. Uh, Travis Kelsey was incredible as always. Eight catches for 136, and he had the go-ahead touchdown. Couple of interceptions for the Honey Badger. So they they it, it feels like it felt like to me watching that game that Kansas City did not bring it to a game. Denver did yep. early, and then Denver came down to earth, and Kansas City was just standing there going. We're still here. It was like yep. it was like when you know you're, you're chasing someone and they take off and you just steadily just do, 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 tortoise do, in the do, hair, do, do, do. tortoise classic tortoise in the hair. And eventually, they run out of steam and you catch up to them. And yep. that feels more like the Broncos just came down to earth in this game than Kansas City, you know, flex their muscles. Now, I I think it's different actually if that catch is ruled a touchdown. If that catch is ruled a touchdown, it would have taken the, the wind out of the sails. The game would have been yeah. the game would have gotten out of hand at that point because it would have been they would have gone up by two scores and we would have been done. But yeah. they they forced the punt and it changed the dynamic of the game and a little pressure went on to the Kansas City Chiefs and they they came out on top. Yep, and and it it's a shame because it would have been cooled. You know, I, I like I like pandemonium. I like you know when when. Better teams do lose the games, unless, of course, it's my team. But there's something about this Chiefs yeah, team. There's your, something your about team Patrick hasn't Mahomes. Been the better team. Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't you get ahead of us because we're going to talk about <laughs> the other New York team now, with arguably the worst defensive call that I have ever seen. We're talking about Raiders Jets. Jets had the game. It was over. The game was over. And then, and then Williams goes, I know what we should do. Jailhouse Blitz, engaging, everybody, go. And you let Henry Ruggs, who is one of, if, if not, not the, but we'll say one of the fastest, because until I see someone faster than Tyreek Hill, I, I'm, I'm oh, not going to say yeah, he's faster. Yeah. So, and, and if I'm not mistaken, there's a lot of reports coming out where Derek Carr saw the blitz. Oh yeah, no, he, saw it coming said and it. said, <laughs> "He said that he saw he the saw the alignment." Yeah, and his eyes lit up, and he knew he exactly knew. He knew. where and to whom. Oh yeah, it was he was throwing the ball before he snapped. As soon as he saw the pressure, he knew that he had to climb the ladder in the pocket and, he, and unleash. And and I gotta tell you, that is one of the best plays by Derek Carr yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, no. Derek the, look, the defense helped him. Derek Carr has had but he a, put the ball a very perfectly. underrated year this year. He's the only one to beat the Chiefs. Buff well, yeah. You know, he's having a, a good so year far, offensively. Technically yeah, we'll so, so far. far. He's had a good year this year. He's got a great rapport with his tight end Darren Waller. Yes. It, Who is rapidly climbing the list. I, I think he's number 2 in the league as far as tight ends are concerned. I Right now, as, as right far now. as health goes, yes, because I still think Kittle belongs in that conversation, but he's hurt, so we can't put him in the conversation. And, and you have and you have Ertz, who has been hurt as well, Ertz, I th- and Ertz, has had a bad Ertz, year. I think, is trending downwards, but that's a conversation sure. for later. No, but but that particular play at the end of the game was oh yeah, yeah. was beautiful for the Raiders, and I couldn't believe it. Now, 
it's been it's been interesting to see the different reactions from Jets fans. Mm-hmm. Some were really upset because they want to win games and they finally had a game and they don't want to go 0 and 16. You know who you are. And there are others who legitimately cheered, and we saw it all over social media cheering because they want the number one overall pick. Yeah. What also happened after that is is Williams got fired. Yet somehow. Adam Gase still is employed. I think that Adam Gase has a bounty out on, on Williams. Going back to the bounty that's, Gase. That, nope. that was bad. Nope. No? Nope. I'm not allowing that. That's going to stay in. Oh, no. It's staying in. It's staying in, but I am not giving you any satisfaction on that I, joke. That man. was that was horrible. So, Gase has to be gone, right? Yeah, I think the Jets are just playing the season out. Okay, I, I really do. I think that the front front uh, front office realizes like if we bring any other coach in here right now, we may win a game. So let's keep Jason. Yeah. And I feel like the best person that could have been that interim coach was oh, just fired. Yeah. So there was talk about candidates for the Jets' head coaching job, and the name that is being thrown around recently. Is Bill Cowher? If Bill Cowher, no, no, I, I can't, I can't in 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 good faith think that Bill Cowher would possibly go to a situation that bad. If he's gonna come back to coaching, if because he's really really happy, yeah, over at CBS, he is. He's happy. already in the Hall of Fame. He, he, he's which, by the way, one of the most heartwarming, yeah, fun yeah. announcements I've ever seen the on him live and, TV. And the Jimmy Johnson one. And Jimmy, great. Yeah. yeah. No, it was it was well, and it was the same day. Yeah, yeah. they, they yeah. the same day. Those those were really really cool. Uh, I think if Cower were to come out of the out of the you know CBS deal and coach again, it would not be for the Jets. No, no, it's it's the worst possible job as. Look, there's 32 coaching jobs in the NFL. We're Only. Not, okay. Only 32. Each job is not equal. No. The coach no. of the New York Jets is probably the bottom of the list. Right now. Right I mean, now. Historically. Like, they've yeah. historically been bad. But in addition to that. Dude, come on. Belichick walked away after three hours as the coach. <laughs> That's fair. That is That is fair. In addition to that. He's been out for over a decade. Tomlin's uh, been in the league for how long? Thirteen years. Yeah, thirteen years. It, it, I think I think Cower retired in oh I want to say oh seven because I think Tomlin's been there thirteen years. Okay, thirteen years. You're out. In in recent memory or in in any memory, how many times has a coach been out that long? And I'm not knocking Cower. Hall of Fame. Love it. But how often have we had opportunities where a coach has come out, come back to coaching after a long hiatus, and been successful? Can we think of any? Gruden. Has he been successful? So far, he's been... Okay, he's been good. This year... I think I don't think we year, know yet. No, we don't. But he has a chance. Okay. You know, he's got a okay. team around him. That's about it. Because well, the, the the one before I think the, that. The only one I can think about other than that is maybe Jimmy Johnson, his first year with Miami. And then after that, he hit a cliff. Like, it, it, he wasn't good after that first year coaching Miami. Yeah, but how how long how he, long was he out? He was, was only out? out for eight years. Yeah, so the next one that comes to mind is Gibbs yep. in yep. Washington. And he was horrible. He was horrible, horrible. when he came back. So, I, I, 
I don't think Coward is going to come back at all. No, no. Uh, that's just my gut. But if he is, I don't think it's for the Jets. No. I don't and think it's to be good. honest, I think the Jets need a complete overhaul from the top of the front office. And they're going to get it. the 53rd player on the roster. And they're going to get it. And and it's going – there's almost – maybe not the whole roster, but no. everybody's going to be up for grant. Like, yeah. there, nobody's, nobody's going to be guaranteed a job. So we will see what happens there. Now let's go to the other New York. He's, he's, New Jersey. he's trying to suppress a smile so much. It, it's just – the, the smile is because it's fun. I have no, I have no notion that this is going to turn into anything. But the Giants are playing football. The defense is playing football. <laughs> the running game has been spectacular. Yeah. Okay. The Giants are playing tough. It's amazing what you can do when your quarterback's not turning the ball over. <laughs> it is. What if I? So all right, hold on a second. We both know that Colt McCoy started and finished that game and beat the Seattle Seahawks, which yeah. nobody thought was going to happen, myself included. I, I don't did, think Colt McCoy thought it was going to happen. I did a couple weeks ago say, you know, they could run the table and finish 9-7. and seven. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it's still on the table. They're sitting at 5-7 and seven right now with four remaining. They can run the table and go 9-7. and seven. That said, Colt McCoy coming into that game, I did not expect any win. However, what have we said about Daniel Jones that has been the problem? He He's a great quarterback. He can make every throw. He he can run like the wind. But he can't take care of the ball. he turns the ball over. Yep, yep. Stopped kind of turning it over. And they've done pretty good. Yeah. We don't know if he's going to be back this week for uh, Arizona. You know, to play Arizona. I mean, if I was Gallman, I'd go after him with a bat to make sure he doesn't come back. Because Gallman's been playing out of his mind. Gallman might still be playing out of his I mind. don't I, look I think with Daniel Jones it brings the RPO to a whole new level it, it, it does it, it, it brings it, does. it to a level <laughs> it, it does McCoy. it does but keeping the ball and, and being secure with it and giving it to Gallman if Daniel Jones comes back I think he's going to continue to take the risk that he's that's how he plays for taking that's how he plays Yes. Being safe and giving the ball to Goldman, who's earning – right now, yes. he's earning an amazing contract. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, he's – he I, and I and I have to believe he's going to stick around. So my, my my question now on this particular game, and, and, I'm, and I don't know what your answer is going to be. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to know, was this game more indicative of the potential of the New York Giants or – an indictment on the Seattle Seahawks. I think it was both. Okay. Like it, I like that answer. The Giants look, honest. the Giants defense, like Joe Judge has that defense playing I agree. really well. Yes. The whole team is playing hard. Yes. Yeah, they, they are playing hard. They, they have bought into what Joe Judge is saying. Yes. I, and and you know, hopefully when Daniel Jones comes in, he learns to take care of the ball a little bit more. And Saquon's going to come back, so that offense is going to get you know its yeah. weapons back. And so You're talking about so next forth. year. but yeah. Next year, yes. But right now, what this team needs is just a lot of doses of the running back. Gallman. Sure. Classic Giants football. Get the value of Gallman up so you can get something for him because he's not starting over Saquon Barkley. It's not no. happening. No, but he'd be a great second running back. He would. He he'd would, be great. But, but I think that he's up for a contract this year, and I don't think you give him a, a huge contract when you have to give one to Barkley. Coming well, up. coming I up mean, soon. 
So I guess. you give the value to, to, to Goldman. You you get the confidence in Cole McCoy because he's proving that he's a really good backup. And you just you ride this out. You ride this wave out of this great defense because they're turning into a great defense, like we just said. And it, you kind of just hope that the Washingtons kind of fall back a little bit. Maybe you get a playoff spot. So he is up for... Speaking of Wayne, he is he is up for uh, being a free agent after this year. Yeah, this is the last year he'll be an unrestricted free agent. So I have to think he's going to have some kind of deals. But I'd love to keep him. Oh no! Look, I'm not saying that you guys wouldn't love to keep him. I'm just saying with with the contract that you're going to have to give Barkley after that rookie contract, you can't keep him. Which no is one. which is right around the corner. Yeah, which is right around the corner. I think to be he's honest, got, I see the Jets signing him. That's interesting. Gallman, obviously. Yes, yes, yes. Gallman. Uh, it, it's so, but, but uh, maybe I don't know if the Jets are going to yeah, sign yeah. him. I, we, who knows? What I'm the just Jets making are a, a wild prediction out of nowhere. You, you tend to do that. I know. But again, bring it back to the Seahawks. The Seahawks. Uh, first off, Russ is out of the MVP conversation. Twenty-seven to forty-three, two sixty-three, a touchdown and a pick. Nah, he's not good. He was anymore. sacked. Five well, times in this game. And, and five times. That's more of an indictment on that line. Yeah. The line is just starting to get massacred. They're, they're already down to, I think, their third string left tackle. It's it's not good. This was not a good game for them. They no. they turned it over twice, I think I have here. Two turnovers. They did fumble it a couple times and, and recovered it themselves. But Russ had a fumble. That was the game ceiling fumble yep. at the yep. end. Uh, they rushed total for 111 yards. Russ having 45 of those yards, so that's not that's not what you want nope. from for Seattle. DK had a decent game, five catches for 80 yards. Lockett went for 63. So those are okay. They yep. just they just couldn't turn in anything. The defense was was constantly the, getting pressure. It's the same thing with Seattle. They're just a bad defensive. Yeah, team. it wasn't they, good. And, and when when the biggest play that you have on your team is a safety. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, safeties are great. Don't get me wrong. But those are our complimentary plays. Like, that that's a play that you want to get third quarter. It's a bonus. Yeah. It's a bonus. You know, just to give that confidence of your defense. And, you know, the defense, they didn't – like, they played bad. But compared to what they've done all year, it wasn't horrible. I mean, it was, but it was against. But it was against a Colt McCoy yeah. and Wayne Goldman. Nothing against either of them, but you know they're, and, they're and, backups. And we've been talking all year of how they're letting Russ cook. They're letting Russ cook. Well, he keeps cooking the same meal. So what is the what is the best recipe for the Seattle Seahawks to get off the Schneid? Find somebody on, on the offensive line who can protect Russ a little bit better. I got something so much easier. Give the ball to Carson a little bit more. So much easier. Do a play action every now and then. I got a much easier solution. Let's hear it. Uh, they play the New York Jets this week. That'll help. That'll help. That's a get-right game right there. They put up 50 well, on them. Okay, so here's the thing. You would think that it is, but I think the Jets are so bad that nothing that the, the – the Seahawks can do. They can take and bring forward to the next game. So, well, except for confidence. Right now, their confidence is hurt. Yes, but 
it's, it's and, the same and that's scenario a big deal. where it's, it's, yeah, okay, we can get confidence from beating one of the worst teams that we've historically seen, but how much confidence can you really gain from that? It doesn't matter. More than what they did losing 17 to yeah, 12. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be enough. Because then they have Washington. You have a Washington. And that's going to turn to be potentially an important game Wa- in the conference. And we're going to talk about this game in a minute. Yes, we are. But Washington is getting much better. So, and and let's nicely segue because as right alongside the Giants, Washington's playing great football. Mm-hmm. And finally, finally I get to come on this show, finally, and not talk nicely about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. What an atrocity. That but but here's the thing. That's what they've looked like all year. This has been the rule rather than the exception. And they just couldn't steal this game. I have not been high on the Pittsburgh Steelers all year. You have been eh about them. Yeah. I have been downright down yeah. on them. Yep. I have been beating them like a drum waiting for this game and you saw it on our Instagram live I I had a big smile on my face yeah, very happy because I don't have to you know sugarcoat it Pittsburgh looked like crap in this game Ben yes. Roethlisberger threw the ball 53 times against Washington yep you ain't getting anywhere with that no they rushed for 21 yards in this game. That that's not a recipe for success. And, and most of it was on that one play by McFarland. Nine yard nine yard runner, ten yard run or something like that. Where well he had a total down. of fifteen. Oh yeah. He had a t- four rushes for fifteen. His long was nine. Okay, so it was the not yeah, when he got the first down on the yeah. But it, it, it just Pittsburgh I've not been now and this the same question I just asked you. Because Alex Smith came in thirty one of forty six, two ninety six and a touchdown. No, okay. That it, Ben had thirty-three of fifty-three, three hundred five, two touchdowns and an interception. Eh, they're they're about the same overall. Mm. It just it wasn't eh, eh. But is this a sign of things to come for Washington, or a sign of things to come for Pittsburgh? I think it's more a sign of things to come for Pittsburgh. I I agree. Again, I've been I've been screaming it from the mountaintops. Mm-hmm. This is the team we've seen all year. The Giants should have beaten them week one. They 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 should have lost several more games than this. Now, here's the one thing that I'm going to give the Steelers is kind of a yeah. a little alleviation of give it to pounded me. on. Give it to me. They didn't really have a running back. The, the Steelers they're no, not they going to win the game with. With Ben Roethlisberger throwing the ball fifty plus times. Well, and that's and that's my point. So they need Connor. They need Connor. They need so and Connor's the solution. He, he is no, coming no, back. I'm not saying he's the solution. Look, Pittsburgh is going to lose. I think at least another game or two. Okay. And, and running it down, they got Bills, Bengals, Colts, Browns. I see them away, away, game. home, away. Yeah. Bills and Colts, and and, and I mean, not for nothing. The, the Browns. Browns, like. They're at that part of that schedule where I think this is that this could be this could, this could be the time they lose. They could yeah. lose. It's on the table. They lose three of those four. There's a chance that that final game against the Browns is for the division. It's for the division. Yes. The division uh, yeah. win. Yeah, like it's on the table. So they need to to run the ball to be a good team. Without Connor, they really don't have a good running back. 
Snell's not bad. Snell's I just not don't bad, see him being a number one. Yeah, he's not a number one. You know, he'll come in as a like I think last year he had one or two games in relief of Connor when he had that horrible knee yeah, injury, he had, he had that injury where he had some good games, but it was also a different quarterback who you know Mason did Ducky Hodges. It was, and, it was Duck Hodges and Mason and Crosby, Mason, uh, not Crosby, Rudolph. Rudolph. Or, you know, it's it's you have to give it. It felt like Mason back. Crosby was was yeah, trying well. that too. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, he's a decent backup, but when you're playing a team who, who has a, a, a an up-and-coming Chase Young to, to just suck in any running back that's coming towards him who doesn't know what they're doing. And he was – he played – he played very yeah. well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had he's that been, goal line stand, which he's was He's been wonderful. playing amazing. His first two or three games, he was trying to get his feet under yep. him. But, but since then, he's been a monster. He's been everything that, that they've said that he was going to be. No, he, he definitely has. He so, definitely has. And I don't like giving credit to anything, Washington, so I'll be the first to admit that. But Chase Young has yeah. so far lived up to as much of the hype as yeah. you're going to and, and, and now that they have an actual quarterback, you know, like Haskins ain't a quarterback. Kyle Allen. Comeback player the of the year. The only reason that Kyle Allen was on that team was because of Ron. Yes, like agreed. He felt comfortable with him, and he wasn't. And, and he wasn't horrible. But no, no, no. He wasn't sure about Alex Smith yet. Right. He wasn't sure. Right. And then when when Kyle Allen got that gruesome injury, yep. in comes you know again, like I just said, comeback player of the literally year. Literally won comeback player of the year with this one game. Well, he won comeback. I think he was comeback player of the year before he took a snap. I, but yes, but I'm add on that he's playing winning football, and the conversation is yeah. over. Looking at Washington's schedule for the rest of the year. They're at the 49ers, home to the Seahawks, like we talked about a minute ago, home to the Panthers, at the Eagles. They can win that out. You think so? You think winning out is on the table? I, it's on the table. I don't think it's going to happen. I think that they're probably going to go 2-2, two and two, to be honest. Okay. But 2-2 two and two could still get them in the playoffs. I could. It should be noted that everybody has been slightly down on the NFC East. A little bit. Including us. Including and, us. Fair enough. And as it sits right now, there are two teams yeah. duking out for the division. And both of those teams one game back. are one game back on the record and on, yep. the, on the, in the standings yep. of the last playoff spot. So there is a chance, a chance, that the NFC East has two teams in the playoffs. So, okay, so let's pl- play out a scenario for me for a little bit. I'm in. We have seven teams in the playoffs this year. Per conference. So let's say... That two teams from the East make it. One's yep. eight and eight, one's seven and nine. Okay. Which is possible. Sure. Totally possible. Worst conference in history. <laughs> what are you talking about? I disagree entirely. I don't think seven and nine's getting it. I don't think so either. You gotta get to but nine I'm and saying seven. It's a scenario that, that the, can the, the way actually play out. It's not going it's to the, No, it's not. The way that they get two in is they both win out. Yes, and and somebody you know well, I think Minnesota's well, just, in that seventh spot yeah, right now. And if, if they both went out, then the Giants get the division. Correct. So. Correct. It, and and that is they both finish nine and seven. Giants have the tiebreaker, and that's really the only way. Yeah. That we get it done, but they're going to need help to get there too. Yeah. Because right now we we talked about it. Minnesota has that seventh spot at six and six. And Minnesota's been playing some good good football. Lately. Well, so. They right now, whoever it is, it, whether right now it's technically Washington, 
and the Giants have the division. Yeah. They're sitting – so if they flip-flopped, it would be the other team. But right now they're in the 12th spot. So they'd have yeah. to jump the 49ers, the Lions, the Bears, the Cardinals, and the Vikings to get that right that spot. But it's on the table. Yeah. Not so NFC lease now, are we? No, no, you still are. <laughs> so now that we are through week 13, yeah. we are approximately three-quarters of the way through yeah. the season. Every team in the NFL has played at least 12 games. So... We've done a first quarter review, we've done a midway review, and here we are with our third quarter review. And what I want to do today is I want to bring up some of our takes from earlier in the season. It's always what you want to do. I mean, yeah. 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 So anyway, I want to bring up some takes from earlier in the season. Okay. Specifically episode 29. I know that episode. That is the first NFL outbreak episode that we had. It was when uh, Tennessee had their big outbreak. We brought in, uh, we brought back uh, one of I, a segment that I truly enjoy, which was bump it or dump it. Yep. And I want to revisit those bump it or dump it questions and our responses and see how they're playing out now. Let's do it. The first one was you asking me. And I actually went back and listened, and it wasn't our best job. Uh, you you asked me, saying that Quinn would be fired, Dan Quinn of the Atlanta Falcons would be fired before Adam Gates. Nailed it. Bump it or dump it. And then two sentences later, you flipped it, said, yes, Gates will be fired before Dan Quinn. So I mean, I, I don't recall that. But. No, no, I listened to it. So I I think I said I would bump it, but what I meant was Gase would be fired first. Right. And my, my reasoning behind it was looking at their next five games of the schedule, mm-hmm. both teams. Yep. And I said I could easily see the Falcons going two and three or even three and two in those five games. And the Jets going oh for their five games. Yep. The Falcons went three and two, and the Jets the Jets went oh for five. So it played out exactly the way I said. Except I said because of those factors, Gase would get fired first. And those, those factors had nothing to do with what happened. Next. Five days after we said that, Dan Quinn gets fired. So, oops. Hey, the Falcons haven't blown a fourth quarter lead since. So, and we talked about this earlier. How, how does Adam Gates the? It's because they don't want an interim coach. Yep. And I think that now it's, it's because they just fired who the it, interim coach would be. I think it's legit because they know that if you bring in another coach, the team is going to rally around this coach, and they're going to lose the draft. Gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they they want Trevor Lawrence. Which job is more? More appealing for Atlanta. head coach. Atlanta. Why? Because it's not the Jets. <laughs> so, uh, so okay, realistically. Realistically. Looking at it, their roster. Atlanta at least has Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. I, I guess, yeah. I mean, and, and Calvin Ridley. Like, yeah. At and least, what are they, Gage? Is that the other receiver they got? Yeah. Yep. Like, at least they have something. And Gurley. They got Todd Gurley. <laughs> at least they have something going for them. The Jets okay. have 
every single position is a mess. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. It's definitely not good. You know, the the tight end that was supposed to be a really good tight end is hasn't played in how many weeks. The, your quarterback that you drafted with what the third overall pick? Yeah, is horrible. You, you every single good player that you've had in the past four or five years has ran away from the, from the Jets. Well, and and looking at you know stability purposes. They do. The Falcons do have Matt Ryan under contract for three more seasons. They have a potential yeah. out after next year, but they have him under contract for three yeah. more seasons. So that's not a bad. That's not a bad gig to come in and and figure out. So I, I tend to agree that Atlanta is a better position, you know, between them and the Jets. Yep. The second question, which was my question for you on episode twenty nine's Mump It or Dump It segment, was. Lamar Jackson, or the, the short version, is which of these quarterbacks will have more rushing yards this season? Lamar Cam Jackson. I'm sorry. Or, no, not rushing yards, not rushing touchdowns. <laughs> Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray? Because, you know, they, they we came off of Lamar's MVP season. Great. And, and, and I said Lamar. You did say Lamar, and, and I you said, said it, it would like over a hundred yards. You said you said it would be somewhere in the range yeah. of like eight fifty to nine hundred to a thousand. And without going back to listen, I remember why I said it. Go ahead, and it's because Lamar Jackson had to run more than Kyler Murray. That is exactly why you said it. They required, which I got to tell you, I don't think is true, because the other running backs, the running backs of the Baltimore Ravens, have played very, very well. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the two of them, Mark Ingram's been horrible. Okay, but Dobbins and uh, uh, Dobbins and Edwards and Edwards have they, they played very well. Yeah. Yep. So, but that being said, here we are through thirteen weeks, and they are currently four yards apart, four rushing yards well, apart. Who's who's leading? Lamar Jackson is Nailed leading by it. four <laughs> rusher, and I just thought that was fascinating how close they really yeah. are. Yep. I didn't know they were going to be close, and I just kind of threw the question out saying, I wonder what this this could possibly be, and go figure, three-quarters of the way through the season, they are neck and neck. Yep. The third question you asked me was about A.J. Green. I mm-hmm. am a fan of A.J. Green. I think he is a phenomenal player. You asked me after he, you, you, you talked about his average – statistics on a healthy season and he's coming off a season with no catches last year. Is he still a number one or number two wide receiver in this league? I said that you gave me that out of including the number two receiver because I think he is at least a number two receiver on an NFL team, potentially a number one receiver on a bad team. That's kind of how I broke it down, right? Yep. Well, it, it turns out he has not had a great season. No. Currently, if my calculations are correct, he's in 96th with 357 receiving yards. I, I mean, mathematically, that's not a one or two. That's not a five. Well, it's a three. Yeah, it's, it's the worst it's right three the in the league. Is it the worst three in the league? It's the worst three it's, in the league. Yeah. So, yeah, not not so good. And so my question is: Do so they they franchised AJ Green? Yep. 
do they keep him? Do they resign him? And if the and if the answer is no, what's next for AJ Green? So I'm gonna say no. No, they don't resign. And it's simply because they have two they have other wide, wide receivers, receivers already yeah. on the team. Yeah. T. Higgins is already and, and and Tyler Boyd have proven yep. that they're yep. they're good one and two. Which which is you talked about that a little bit when we talked that, mm. that Boyd is is good enough. Yep. So all right, then what's next for AJ Green? I think does he get another deal? He gets another deal. It's not going to be. It, it's two years. It's no. It's it's probably going to be like a one year try it. Okay. And it's probably going to be on a team that just needs a veteran wide receiver. Okay. You so you you thought he was going to move into that Larry Fitzgerald yeah. role? That yeah. is what you said. Yeah. I didn't think so. It seems like that's an easy that's an easy transition for him to mm-hmm. make. Will he be successful somewhere else? It depends on it the. Depends. It depends. I mean, I, 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 to be honest, I'd love to see him in, uh, in San Fran. I think with That'd that wide receiver core, that'd a great be a good fit. fit. Yeah, him with Ayuk over there. Yeah, and Debo, Debo and, yeah. and Kittle. Like it, it'd be that a would be great good. mix. Um, that would be good, and it would it would take pressure off of both him and you know Ayuk and, yeah. and Debo. Like, yeah. It would spread it out a little bit. I, I can see that. That's not so, a bad fit. I see it being on a team like that. A team like Larry's on in Arizona where you have two yeah. good, uh, one sure. great wide receiver. Well, yeah, now they do. And, and another good, you know, Christian Kirk is a decent number two. Like, it would work in a situation like that. If he's going to try and come in and, and, you know, request it, he's the one or the two, like, where's he going to go? The Jets? Like, there, there's... Probably not, yeah. No, I, know, I'm with you. No, I'm with you. I, I'm... I'm with you. Last question that we asked on the Bumper to Dump It segment in episode 29 was in regards to the rookie receiving yards record. Yep. You remember who it was? Oh, God. It was some dude from like Groban. F- yeah. Groban from 1960. Yeah, Josh Groban. <laughs> nope. Pretty sure it was not Josh Groban. Uh, I asked you if Justin Jefferson was going to break that record. At and the I time. Said no. At the time, he was in the 350-yard range yep. through four games yep, and was on pace to come up just shy of that record. And I said no. And you said no emphatically. Yes. you. It was no chance, basically. Right. <laughs> and I remember why I said that. Go ahead. Because the, he only had one good game at the time. He was a very boomer bust receiver at the time. And I'll admit, yep. I was wrong. Well, so not yet. Cause well, no, no, right I'm saying now, as far as the boomer bust. Well, it seems that way. Because right now, he is sitting at 1,039 yep. receiving yards. Which has him on pace to come up still just short. short of that record. But, by my calculations. Hey, with the MVP throwing him the ball, <laughs> it can happen. <sighs> I have my calculations tell me that he needs to average 108.5 yards per game for his last four games. Yep. And he'll break it. Yeah. He won't. You don't think so still? He won't. You're still saying no? I'm still saying no. Look, it's hard for any receiver to average those numbers. For a rookie, that's almost impossible. Like, think about a hundred. You're essentially 109 yards per game. Well, yeah. Like, the only receivers we see doing that right now are, like... The the, the 
creep of the crop. Yeah, the DeAndre yeah. Hopkins, the Tyreek Hills, the yeah, you know, it's well, he's been averaging about eighty six, eighty seven yeah. so far. So we would have to step yeah. his game up. But listen, it's on the table, and I'm telling you right now, we're going to talk about this again if he breaks that record for for absolutely sure. And that that leads us into the next part of our conversation in the change in the offensive rookie of the year discussion. Huge change. So we had Joe Burrow basically running away with it. Yep. And then we had Justin Herbert in the conversation definitely in, one one A, one B. Well once Burrow went down, oh then Herbert, Herbert had yep. a firm hold yep. on on the yep. on the award. And well, then the and then the Patriots came to town. And then the town. Patriots came to town. And it is it is in the discussion that Herbert is no longer in the lead. I'm not going to go out and say that. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say it's a conversation now. Here's what I'm going to say. This has ended up becoming the best rookie of the year race I've ever seen. Uh, the, at least in recent memory. In a yeah, long at time. Least. Just to name, I got six names on my list. Let's hear them. For, for offensive rookie of the year. In no particular I, order. I think I have seven. Okay. But I could. I, I really think I have five, but I kept one in there just because. We'll see what happens okay. with him, and and that's Tua. I put Tua in here. No, Tua's I don't think he's really in the race, but he's on the list. Tua's not even on my radar. Okay, fair enough. That's what. So so far, so I got Herbert. I got your boy Justin Jefferson. Okay. I got Chase Claypool. Okay. I got James Robinson. Okay. And I have Antonio Gibson. Okay. I want to. Who add, am I missing? I want to add two names to that list. Go ahead, Brandon Ayuk. Even though he's not going to win it, he's the dark Homer. horse. Homer. It's not me being Homer. A homer. You're, a homer. You're a Homer. You're a Homer. He's getting 28% of, of target share. He, he's whatever. And the yeah. other one who's not going to win it but okay. deserves to be on this list, Makai Becton, the tackle from the Bucks. Yeah, no, I we I liked him out of the draft. We 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 had our mock draft, and we were yeah. very high on him. Yeah. Uh, I don't think. A, a tackle's not going to win it. Okay? Not Especially, especially not with not the numbers year, we're seeing. But he deserves to be the, recognized. Yeah, absolutely. Sure, I'll, I'll recognize him. I I looked at, at, at Tua, notwithstanding, mm-hmm. people that had a chance to win it. I yeah. don't think Ayuk I, like I said, or Becton are in the conversation, it's, it's, unfortunately. I think that Ayuk has the chance to jump in the conversation right now. Five or six on the list, sure. Yeah, sure. yeah I'm, look. But I'm, there's, the, there's a gap. Look, there's one through five, gap. Six, seven, yeah, yeah. gap. Everybody, everybody else. else. Everybody else, yeah. No, I, I think right now Herbert is still in the lead. It's, but Jefferson is right. It, to be I'll honest, tell you right now. If Jefferson, if Jefferson if he breaks, breaks the record, it's over. he gets it. It's over. But I don't know. I think if Washington makes the playoffs, Gibson could have it. Gibson is leading the, the, the rookie running backs in, yeah. in touchdowns. And Robinson's, leading, Robinson's in leading in yards. And Robinson's not just leading in yards. I think he's he's third or fourth in the I league. I think he's fourth, third or fourth overall. Like, those two running backs, like, everyone was like Edwards Hilaire. And Edwards Hilaire had a great start of the season. Robinson and Gibson have been no, he, so steady. Edwards Hilaire has fallen yeah, off. No, completely. He's off the conversation. Yeah. Which but, is a shame because that was my pick. Yeah. That was my pick. Yeah. But and, and well, Burrow was mine until yeah. But Robinson is third, by the way, in rushing yards. Yeah. So, I mean, I I would kind of say it's a four. It's definitely and Jefferson's f- fourth in, in receiving yards. Uh, it's it's a four man race. I mean, and and I don't think by the end of the season, I don't think Herbert's going to win it. 
It's really, it's really tough to say. Uh, like I said, I still think he is the leader, but it's not. Like it was, it was a wide gap. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Three weeks yep. ago, even. It, it is. It well, is. When, when it's Burrow, in doubt now. When Burrow went down, it was not. It, it was, was not close. It was, there's no way anybody else is going to get it. This is Herbert's to lose. Yeah. It's, it was one, two, one, one, one A, one B. Yeah. And then everybody else. Yeah. Like it wasn't. And and Jefferson has come on. Well, and but, but what I'm saying is it's not just Jefferson. I, I understand, but he's the next one in my on my list. I, he is. He is. But it's a lot closer. One through five is close. Yeah. One through five is close. Looking at Herbert's schedule for the rest of the year to see if he it has if it's on the table, I think it is. He's got the Falcons, which he can put up big numbers against Atlanta. He's got the Raiders, which could be a shootout, putting up big numbers. Then he's got the Broncos, that defense this last week notwithstanding, obviously, he can put up big numbers. And then he's got a big game. Then he goes to Kansas City. Now, there's a chance that that game means nothing for Kansas City because they could have everything locked up. But it but could mean everything for it Herbert. Could, but, but it could mean everything for Kansas City because, yeah, as, we, re- as we remember, yeah. only the number one seed gets yeah. the bye. And right now, even though they have the same record, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh has the has the tiebreaker. So they're right. the, so Kansas right. City's number two. So they, they may have to play this right up to the end. Mm-hmm. Unless, of course... Pittsburgh does what we think they're going to do and lose two or three more games, yeah. and then Kansas City doesn't and moves on. But that could be a big game for Herbert. Yeah, but but I mean, if you look at it, Justin Jefferson, his team's in a playoff hunt right now. Yes, they are. You know, they're yes, going to they have Antonio Gibson. His team's in a playoff hunt right now. They're going to be playing. James Robertson's team is playing for the first pick, but second pick. They're playing for the first. They're going to play. They're in the second. They're in play for the first pick. Yes. You know, so I can't see Robinson. Making up the ground that he would. Need I don't. To make He's up. definitely four. I got Gibson at three. I got Jefferson at, at two, and I've got Herbert at one. Uh, Claypool's at five. Claypool's at five. All right, I, I'm and, good and with that's that. Just because yeah, my list was in no particular order. Yeah, no, no, that's my order. I, I put Claypool at five just because. I mean, that, I can see that that team stacked at receiver. Like, yep, it, it it's just, it's the it's the best drafting yeah. best receiver drafting team yeah. in the league. So it, it it is Herbert's to lose. The gap is a lot smaller than it was and I think that Jefferson and Gibson have a really good chance of just passing up Herbert. It, it's it's very much on the table. And that's why I wanted to bring it up. Coach of the year. Yeah. What do you got for coach of the year? So I've got four candidates. Okay. On my list. Let's hear. It. In no particular order. Yeah. I got Mike Tomlin. Okay. Despite everything I've said about the the Steelers. Well, listen, they had their record because but, of Tomlin. But but so I'm not looking at it as how how good I think the team is. I'm just saying candidates to win the award. Yeah, yeah. If they finish 15 and 1, he's going to be mm-hmm. in the conversation. Okay. Regardless of how good or bad the team is. Okay. Ron Rivera. Yep. I I I have to give credit and there's a little bit of outside of football in that as well. Mm-hmm. Given the cancer treatment he's been agree. going, it, it's going to be it's going to be on the table. Okay. Kevin Stefanski, Cleveland has has played yeah. really, really, okay. really well. Okay, I can see it. And given everything they've been dealing, they lost Odell, and they're playing really well. I'm not saying he's going to win it. But he's in the conversation. But they're playing better without Odell. Like I'm sorry, but I'm but a, nonetheless, I know, I know. But I nonetheless, just... they he's turned that team into oh, a yeah. contender no, absolutely, right now. Absolutely, absolutely. And Joe Judge. Yeah, that's to be honest, that's that's him and Rivera 
are my two leading candidates. If the if one of them wins out and wins that division at nine and seven, they have to be at least in the conversation. If not, to, to, and 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 whether or not they're leading the conversation will depend on what else happens. If if the Steelers lose three games, you know, between now and the end of the season, I think Tomlin will fall off. And same thing with with Stefanski, which will leave Judge. And now there are other candidates. These are my four. These are my four. I want to put Brian Flores in the mix. Okay. What no, about nobody uh, expected the Dolphins to do anything? No. What about um oh Buffalo um oh um no oh my gosh oh come no, on I'm we're the team. worst we are Sean McDermott yes and, and he deserves to be on it too. If they if they win this division, yeah. Look, so we have other candidates. Eight, that Sean Payne could be put in there. Andy yeah. Reid could be put in there. Yeah. Andy Reid can can parent. I don't think he'll win it, regardless no, no, of what they do. No. Just because no, that team. Chiefs would have had to go sixteen and They would have had to go sixteen and yeah, for him. Yeah. Go. Belichick. No. No. But look, Belichick. The only way that Belichick is ever getting another and uh, a coach of the year award is if he goes undefeated. I mean, look at what he's dealing with. Yeah, but it's it, he's dealing with his own curse. He lost. He lost the greatest of all time. Yeah, half his team opted out. But he got Cam. I mean, he he did. He, he that that is true. That is factually accurate. He did get Cam Newton. They they they're sitting at six and six. I, look, I'm not saying that Belichick, they could finish ten and six. I'm not saying that Belichick isn't deserving of being in the conversation. He set the bar too high. He set the bar so high for yeah, himself that's fair. that that's fair. Yeah, that's it's, fair. it's the Phil Jackson curse from when he was coaching in the in uh, the NBA. Sure, sure. You know, you you've done such a great job of coaching that you have to break every record every year to be in consideration for it. How the does Greg that, Popovich curse, if I may? How does that mindset? translate over to the MVP discussion. Because if I'm not mistaken, it's a two-horse race. Yes. Both of which yes. have set the bar so unbelievably high, an argument could be made that before the first name on the list, the second name on the list was the most talented quarterback we'd ever seen. Yeah. And then the first name on the list came by. And who are we talking about? We're talking about Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. Get his name right. Is there anybody else in this conversation? No, no, that's no. a shame. There's not. That's man. That well, sucks. Hey, look, and the only reason that there's not is is just like you said. These two are playing at such a high level; it's almost impossible for anyone else to meet it. Pick it right now, Mahomes. I think I disagree. I think I disagree, and it's the Mahomes curse. I I th- so so okay. Let me be clear. It's Mahomes. Yes. It's Mahomes. Yes. But some love has to go Listen, to Rodgers. Okay, so. It won't be unanimous. Who do I want it to be? Aaron uh, Rodgers. Okay. I want it to be Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I do. I'd, I'd love to see him have that, that new revitalized Do feeling. we bring Taysom Hill into this conversation, or do we wait another week? No, no, no. He, he's the Offensive Player of the Year. It is It is a quarterback. Oh, it's a quarterback award, really. Yeah, that's so why, he's that's not why it's Offensive Player he's of the Year. He's not <laughs> But I, I'd love to see that resurgence from and, – and not that he's had a down flux. Like Aaron Rodgers, every, like he says, every single year that he has, if he has a bad year, it's a great year for anybody else. He did say that. But to, to watch what he's doing this year with one wide receiver is incredible. With a really good wide receiver. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, top top five. I'll, I'll give Devontae Adams top five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he won't be happy about that. No, no, he 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 won't be. He thinks he's number one. He, I don't think he's number one. No, but and but if you see what Patrick Mahomes is doing, like he's putting up numbers. These are video game numbers. Like they're legit. The last time that I've seen a quarterback throw less than three interceptions in a season was playing Madden. Like it doesn't happen. So let's put them side by side. Okay. Right here, right now. 60, I'm going to round it to 69% mm-hmm. completion percentage to 68%. Yep. 3,395 yards to 3,815 yards. Mm-hmm. 36 touchdowns mm-hmm. to 31 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Which one's which? Can you tell? So I, I did them in order. I did I know, first, I know. Okay, second. Say, one. give me the touchdown numbers again. Thirty-six and that, thirty-one. Thirty-six is uh oh, boy. <laughs> that's Aaron Rodgers. That is correct. Here's so the, here's the only stat that I think matters: fifteen and one. So you think if they go fifteen and one, yeah. they being the the yes. Kansas City Chiefs, yep. it's Mahomes. I I yep. so okay, that's right. But what if what if they go twelve and three? Well, they thirteen can't and go three. Excuse me, thirteen and three. Excuse me. What do the What do the Packers go? That's what I'm saying. No, the Packers go thirteen and three, and the Chiefs go fifteen and one. Patrick Mahomes, still Patrick yes. Mahomes. All right. I'm not arguing. I'm yeah. just and, and giving you the scenario because at this point, I think for Rodgers to actually overtake Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes has, has to have, have a bad game. game. He's got to not a bad lose game. a game. He's got to lose a game. All right. Because we all know Patrick Mahomes. A, a bad game for Patrick Mahomes, just like Aaron Rodgers, is a generally good to, good to great game for most other quarterbacks. Like, what's the worst game we've ever seen him have? Uh, he had an interception. He, like he's, that's he's, <laughs> he's done that twice. Yeah, like, or three times now. Three times. Like that's a bad game for Mahomes. Like you can't really beat that, right? Three. He's got three. Right? Yeah, he's got three. Am I right on that? I don't know. You're the one looking at the stats. I think it's three. No, it's two. I thought it was two. It's two. Yeah, it's two. Both against the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. I thought so. So I I tend to agree. I simply because he has the inside track, and if it just keeps going. Well, and, and another thing. He's got the lead too, right now. Listen, if the Packers didn't have Aaron Rodgers, they'd probably be a really bad team. And, and there's no denying that. Yes, but, they would be. But without Patrick Mahomes, like I can't think of another quarterback outside of Aaron Rodgers. Well, so that, that was going to be my next question: was swap them? Are their records the same? No, no, I don't think so because Patrick Mahomes brings another dimension to that Chiefs offense by so being able you, to take off. So you, and I think the Packers will be better. So okay, so you think. You think the the Packers would have won more than nine of their games? Yes. And the Chiefs, the Chiefs would have, would have lost less. more. Yeah. Because hmm. because Aaron Rodgers is no slouch. No, I know. I now know. he's he's older. But there's games that Patrick Mahomes have been, has been able to win because of his feet. And Aaron I think Rodgers less because of his not feet. his feet, his ability to get away. More because of his ability to get away and still. Make a play, right? Well, like, not okay. running, so, not rushing. So, I'll not, g- not Lamar Jackson right, no, rushing, no, right? 
but get out of the pocket, which, by the to way, he the, stole from Aaron Rodgers. To Rogers. give you the example, when he did the bootleg left and, and turned his body and unleashed. That, that, yes. Like, yes. That's something that. Rodgers cannot do that anymore. anymore. Not anymore. Like, there's only three quarterbacks I think I could, I, like, in my head that I could actually think about being able to do that. They're all playing in the league right now. Now. Or yeah, ever. Ever. Like, doing that exact play. Okay, who, who would that be? It'd be Kyler Murray, because we've seen it. Okay. It'd be Patrick Mahomes, because we've seen it. And, and Aaron it was Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but not who. It'd be two that could do be it two right, right now. now. Yes. Josh Allen? I don't think he can make that throw. He's He threw some lasers this He did, he but I'm talking about the exact way to okay. do it. Like fair it, enough. It's, I'm not saying that he wouldn't be able to uncork a 50-yarder bootlegging to the wrong side. But not it, it doesn't feel like it would be as smooth yeah. as what we've seen yep. with Patrick Mahomes. All right, so, hey, it's, it's Mahomes with the inside track, but Rodgers, I think, He's is there. on. He's right there. A bad game for Mahomes, Rodgers can take the lead. All right, now that's out of the way. We're going to move to our weekly segments. Yay. We're going to start it with top to bottom. I, I think we can glaze over the bottom three, am I right? Yeah, I think it's still. Any change? No. They all lost. Yeah. They all still look bad. Bengals, Jags, Jets. Same. No, no, same. Yeah, but it, let, forget all that. that. That's fine. That was fun. <laughs> Let's top talk five. about the real movement. The top five. I don't know who I want to go first, and I'm going to say you're going first with your fifth team. I am still. I, I can't even look at my list. I'm. Oh, who's your number okay. five? I didn't want to put him at five. Like, oh, I think. I are we going to be the same? It's the Steelers. Oh, it, nope, we're not the same. Like I wanted to drop them off the list. Completely. I dropped them off the list. I They're really gone. did. They're gone. But I can't. Gone. Goodbye. I can't put. Tenth? I can't put an eleven and one team that far down. I I did. Now I, look, I'll tell you who I because put because they haven't looked good. Yes, I'll tell you who I put it at six and seven because actually for me it's the same. Okay. Like the who, two teams that are who the same. do you got there. I've got the Browns, and I've got the Rams. Okay. Um, and and to be honest, either one of them should be at five. I just I I couldn't take the Steelers off right now. I put the Browns at five. Okay. I put the Browns at five. I think the I, th- I think the Steelers. Listen, I've said it, and they lost, and they looked bad doing I know, it. I know. They looked bad. Listen, I'm agreeing with every single point that you have. You just don't have the. I you don't just, have the cojones. I could. You don't have take them. Them off. What is it? What is it for? <laughs> what is it from? I uh, have no marbles. You have no marbles. I knocked them out. I knocked them out. And Can they get back you. in? Don't sure. Blame you. Don't I, blame me at all. I have not thought. I didn't even think they were one of the five best teams before, but I had to respect their mm-hmm. record, and now they're out. So my number five is the Cleveland Browns, and that hurt me to say. But they 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 beat the Tarnation, yeah. at least in the first half, out of the Tennessee Titans. And the Tennessee Titans were my fifth team last week. Yeah. So here we are. They're number five. Who's your number four? Buffalo. Me too. Yeah. They looked good. They, they looked did. really good. And much like the Steelers, the Seahawks lost to a, a four and seven team at the time. And I think they're our, out. I, I'm pretty sure our top four is going to be the same. I, I think they are. It, Packers. Packers. Saints. Saints. Chiefs. Chiefs. I, I'm not going to lie. During that Chiefs game, I was – Borderline hyperventilating because I've been so high <laughs> on the Chiefs and so low on the Steelers that I was like, no, 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 you guys have to win this game because if you don't, I have to put the Steelers and the- oh, and then the Steelers lost. 
so here we are. I mean, there was a legit chance that at the end of the night, the Saints were going to be number one, and our whole top five was just going to be thrown to hell. Yeah, no, it was it was on the table, but luckily it worked out in our favor. So quick recap, bottom three didn't change for either of us. Bengals, Jags, Jets, 30-31-32. I have Browns, Bills, Packers, Saints, and Chiefs reign supreme still. You have Steelers, Bills, <clears throat> Packers, Saints, Chiefs. Now, that is to say, I had the Browns at six. I was gonna put them at five. You just didn't. You I didn't just, have I, the cojones. I, I didn't. I'm gonna. I'll own it. You didn't, didn't have it. I have them. Plain and simple. Moving over to money, money, money. We're back. We're back on track. Back to our winning ways. With the fist bump by both of us going three and two. And before I left to come over to record. I, I, I say goodbye to my girls, and they, they th- it's like the same thing every week. They say, where are you going? And all I have to say is boom. And they both turn, and, and Callie more than my older one cares, but they both know what's happening. And Callie will immediately respond with, the fist bump boys are back, which is really fun for it, me. It's adorable. It's really fun. And Karis now <sighs> don't lose money. says, oh, are you going to brag that you won three out of five? And I, uh, yeah, yeah, I am. absolutely, yeah, I am. We're back to winning ways. You won Saints, Colts, and the Patriots. We talked about this already. So do, hold on, do I win because of the head-to-head this week? Uh, no, no, you don't. It doesn't. There's no the, the tiebreaker. It's like golf. The tiebreaker is the previous week. So it's just. It's, it is what it is. Right. You won Saints, Colts, Patriots, and I lost Raiders, was, Cardinals. I didn't know this was a Skins game. It is. It is. Uh, I won the Lions, Colts, and the Packers, and by the smallest of margins, I lost in the Bengals. I mean, it was close. It was. It was close. You're sitting at 29, 33, and 3, 47%. I am sitting at 34, 29, and 2, 54%, which, by the way, if there was a tiebreaker, that would be it. No, it I, would be I, overall I right. Head to head. Combined, we are 63, 62, and 5, calculating to an even 50%. You're dragging me down on the numbers. So I have the honors as I won the previous week. I'm starting in Miami. Yeah? I am. And I'm 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 rolling with my homie. The Kansas City Chiefs are seven point favorites. Yeah. And that's not enough. I think the Chiefs got exposed a little bit. And Patrick sees what just happened. And Tyreek Hill is mad that he didn't get that touchdown. And the uh, arguably the best weapon or the second best weapon, Kelsey, is going to lose his mind. I think this game is going to get ugly fast. It might be a late cover by the Dolphins. Might be. But I think it, this is going to be a, a 14 to 20 point win. I, I so I got know. the Chiefs minus seven. I stayed away from that game. Sure. I, and to be honest, if I was going to pick, I would have picked Miami. It's a lot of points. Because it, it, not only a lot of points, they have a great secondary. Yeah. If any secondary. But it's Tyreek Hill, it's Kelsey, it it's Hardman. Look, it, it, if come on. If any secondary was going to truly slow down the Chiefs, I, I would have given it to the Okay. Dolphins. You're wrong. That's fine. I, I mean, according to you, I'm always wrong, but... Not always, just more than me. You're up. Going to Philly. Are you now? Saints are seven-point favorites in Philly. You're not doing it. You're not doing it. The Saints are going to blow Philly out of the water. So, hold up. 
Okay. I, I mean, they are. I, I I don't think that, that Jalen Hurts is going to be able to do anything against that defense, and the Offensive Player of the Year is going to be able to run around the <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about Taysom Hill. Yeah. So I looked long and hard at this game. Mm-hmm. Number one, I, I, I thought it was – on paper, you should be right. Mm-hmm. You should be. You Two, hate you hate picking with Taysom Hill. That's well, what it so, is. So no, it's it. it listen, yes, <laughs> but more importantly, he is just unpredictable enough that I don't know what I'm gonna get week to week. But more importantly, we have no idea what Jalen Hurts can do. And while the rest of that roster may be a dumpster fire with no disrespect meant to dumpster fires. We don't know what Jalen Hurts is going to be able to provide. So I don't know what I can expect. So I, I just, I ran. So it, here's here's my analysis of that. Guess we don't know what Jalen Hurts is. But the last time that we've had to deal with a situation like this where a, a quarterback comes in to replace, you know, a, a yep. late drafted yep. quarterback comes in to replace a quarterback that should have been a lot better, so on and so forth. Yep. At least Tebow had weapons. Okay. Jalen Hurts has nothing. It's that's, nothing. All, that's all fair. He there doesn't was... even have an offensive line, and that defense is horrible. To be clear, I'm not arguing against your pick. No, I know. I'm arguing against picking the game at all. No, I know. There was enough of an unknown. I okay. Just, okay. I just okay. I wasn't sure. The Chicago Bears are uh, hosting. Bears. Are hosting the Houston Texans. Yeah. And are spotting the Texans are favored by one and a half points. Yep. Here it comes. Deshaun Watson is going to win this game. If anybody's going to, it's he, the, the the Texans are going to win this game, and it I could see a potential for double digits. Yeah, no, I, I could see do. double digits. I definitely could too, especially since he's found that that you know he lost Fuller, and he, now he has that that repartee. Yeah. With Kiki Kuti. Yes, and know? who had a great game. Yeah, and Brandon. Cook they lost like, the game. Yeah. But they they had yeah. great games. I yeah. I think I think he we saw how emotional. Deshaun Watson was after losing that game. He is sick of losing, and I think he's going. First off, I think he's going to go off because he he is he is the the epitome. Just like we talked, Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, and even to a certain extent, Lamar Jackson of a a quarterback that dual is, threat. Yep. It is very difficult to game plan yep. against him. He can make something out of nothing. And I and I'm gonna so so he's he's incredibly upset about losing that game last week, and he's gonna come out on fire. I don't know if his hair will be on fire, but he he will be playing on fire. Yeah. But more importantly, JJ Watt will will leave his stamp on this game because he saw how emotional his quarterback was, and I think he's gonna come out here. Head to head, obviously not on the field at the same time with Mac, Mac, yep, and say, "Nah, this is mine," and I can see the defense winning this game as much as I can see Deshaun Watson yeah. winning this game. If there's a player that I've ever felt truly bad for in the NFL, Deshaun it's Watson. Deshaun Watson. Yeah, like, and you know how much I I yep. love Deshaun Watson. Yes. I try to get him every single draft in fantasy. Yep, I think that he's. Probably the second best quarterback in the NFL, in my eyes. Uh, he's, it's he's hard to say. A really raw hand. He has had a he has had a rough go of it. You know. He has. So I I mean, 
I think you're right. I, think I got the Texans the, minus one and a half at Chicago. Yeah, I think that the, the emotion that he showed last game is going to empower this team to just yeah. destroy the Bears, who are on such a downward spiral. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. You're up. Going to Cleveland. Okay. The Ravens are one-point favorites. They are. The Ravens are going to beat the Browns. <laughs> so you're gonna, we're gonna lose the Browns from our top five. Yeah, I think we're gonna lose the Browns from the top five, and I think it'll it'll still be close. But I mean, this is essentially a pickle. It, it, it's uh, pretty close. Yeah, you know, it's about as, as close as you can realistically get. I mean, you can get a half point. Yeah, but, but technically. I mean, technically. But I just I think that that Lamar Jackson. It, he had a, a good game on, and granted, it was against the Cowboys. I get it, ha ha. Yeah. But he still had a good enough game on the ground, and I don't think the Browns are really that good at stopping the run. So, I stayed away from this game for two reasons. Okay. Reason number one, it was the Cowboys, right? And the Browns played really, really well against the Tennessee Titans, yeah. but the. Ravens played great against the Cowboys. So I don't know what that actually tells us about Baltimore. And Cleveland played really well in the first half. And the second half kind of let them come back into that game. So I didn't know what to expect because the most recent game we saw didn't tell me everything I need to know to pick that game. That's reason number one. Mm -hmm. Reason number two, it's Monday night. I'm staying away. As much as I can, I stay away. I, I, okay, and, and I don't blame you for either. It's unpredictable. And I, I like to know what our what our finish is before we get into halftime. <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying. We get to that Monday night halftime show, and we're not going to know what you're going to finish. We don't know if it's going to be 0-5 or 1-4. We it, don't know. It gives them a reason to tune in. I, I suppose. There's always a reason to tune in. So, so what is your response to those two reasons? I think that, first off, Cleveland hasn't put together back-to-back games against good teams all year. Yep. And So you're putting Baltimore as a good team? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I've said that they have issues. They do. But they're a good team. And they are a first-half team, as they've proved last week. Like, yeah. And in the second half, when they're already tired of the Ravens ramming the ball down their throats. Well, and that that's going to be a difference maker, yeah. is that run game can really... That yeah. said, Cleveland's got a pretty good run game, too. No, they do. They do. But I don't think I don't think that Baker's quite ready to start beating his interdivisional opponents. Like, well, he can't... This is a big game. It is. For it is. Baker. This, this is as much of a statement game mm-hmm. as last week was. Yeah. If not more, no, it's, because it's, it's in their more. division. It's definitely more. So, that, fair enough. Next game. Uh, I got the Tennessee Titans. Okay. As seven and a half point favorites in Jacksonville. Yeah. 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 It's not That's, enough points. I, I, got, not, I got the same game. Yeah. yeah. I. <laughs> again, this is another, you know, I say this a lot. Titans are pissed. Yep. They just got embarrassed by, in their eyes, a, a subpar team. Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry might rush for two fifty. I was, I was just going to say might go for he might hit three. I said he. I was going to say he might hit three. No, this 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 is a a get right game for Tennessee. Mm-hmm. They're going against uh, the second worst team in the league as yep. as far as our rankings are yep. concerned, and as far as every ranking I, is concerned. I'm just speaking for us. I, I and I think Tennessee is much 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 better than yeah. th- this could be a 14 point spread, and I would 
I would consider probably still taking yeah. Jose. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even know what the points would have to be for me. I was going to ask it. I was going to ask it. It would have to be well into the double digits. Yeah, yeah, well into the double digits, maybe 18. You know, and then that, even that, I kind of think about it. Like, Derrick Henry is pissed, and the worst thing that you can see across that line is, is, is a pissed a off angry. Henry. I agree. I agree, and he, I think, like you said, he can go for two. It, it, it's going to yeah. be, it could get yeah. ugly. I'm going back to the well. Uh-oh. I, 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 ha- I. I'm taking the Chargers again. But why? <sighs> Gut. Okay. Gut feeling. The Chargers are two and a half point underdogs. Yeah. Home to the Falcons. So you're essentially giving them the win. I think they'll win the game, yes. Okay. But they don't have to. No, they don't have to. They don't have to. But win. two and a half points, you're essentially home, giving them the win. They're they're home dogs. Yeah. Against the Falcons. Mm-hmm. So you asked why. I'll tell you why. Gut feeling? Oh, and it's the Falcons. Okay. The Falcons are not a good football team. The Chargers have not been a good football team. But I think the Chargers obviously forgetting about this past week. I think the Chargers are better than their record has shown. And Coming off a forty-five to nothing shellacking against a bad Falcons team, another game that could get ugly. It could yeah. get ugly, yeah. and the Chargers could win this going away. They could also lose it going away. Yeah, that, that's about. But I, what I was about to it's say. one of those. It's one of those. I've had some success going with my cut in my life, and I'm I'm going with my cut. I saw it and I said I'm taking the Chargers plus two and a half home. Versus the Falcons. So I stayed away from that game. <laughs> I couldn't go anywhere near it because I, I get it. They just lost a pick well, game yeah. by forty-five. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, right. But you, you did. I, I, I don't think Anthony Lynn makes it past this year. Uh, I that, think I, that, I tend to agree, and I think that games like this one are why. Fair enough. The Falcons are starting to, to and, and they're still a bad team. Don't get me wrong, but they're starting to get into a groove. You know, like you said, they've won three of five. Yeah, starting to get in the groove, yet they just lost. They lost, but they look a lot better than they were. I guess. The, they, they looked great against the Raiders. No doubt about it. They look, they, they put 43 to six on the Like yeah. They looked really good there. But I, I won't say they're in a groove. They, you know, they, they've won two in a row. That's their longest streak all season. And, eh. But I don't think Eckler has his legs underneath him yet. Keenan Allen is a great wide receiver. I see. That's where I think you're enough. wrong. I think he Eckler did. This is the game Eckler gets his legs. I mean, it could be, and it could be. I could be completely wrong. You know, and, and don't get me wrong. It's I happened this game, but I don't know. I just think it's that, fair. It's I, fair. I just think Atlanta with their, you know, it's on. It's a. It's enough of an unknown yeah, for you. Yeah. I get it. No, that's fair. You're up. Next one. Fourth game. I think it is going yeah. to L. A. Okay. The Patriots are coming to Staying, town. No, no, no. Staying in town. They were oh, already right. in yeah, Los yeah, yeah, Angeles, yeah. and they stayed. Yeah. I believe they've been at UCLA this whole time. Okay, so they're staying in town Yes. to play the Rams. The Rams. The Rams are five-point favorites. Ooh. Are you doing it? Jared Goff is going to go off. You got the Rams. I've got the Rams. Minus five. Minus five. Versus the Patriots. Aaron Donald is going to eat Cam Newton Ooh. for lunch. Ooh. I, Bill Belichick is listening. 
At which point, because of that, I think, and I'm not picking this game, I'm going the other way. <laughs> who's stopping Aaron Donald? Name one player on the Patriots who's, who's they're going to have to triple team him. Name one of their offensive linemen anyways. Well, point proven. No, I I, I think the 45 to nothing scared me off from picking the Patriots in any direction. It was against a bad Chargers defense. Uh, well, that's what I don't know. And it wasn't all it wasn't all the offense. They had a bunch of special team action in there right, too. Right. They had a punt return and a blocked kick return and I think a kickoff too or something like yeah, that. It's it's not that old Shesky kid went lightning, nuts. lightning is not gonna strike twice when it comes to that I stuff. just didn't know how to react to that game okay. in either okay. way. All right, My well, last game. I'm going to Buffalo. Okay. I'm putting a nail in the coffin. Oh, he's doing it. I'm doing it. The Buffalo Bills are two-and-a-half-point favorites hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I'm taking the Bills. I got the Bills minus two-and-a-half. I think the Bills coming off a great game. Oh, they looked amazing. Great game against a decent 49ers defense. They're not as bad. And 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 a much improved 49ers offense. And the Steelers' defense have been the beneficiary of terrible playing teams. I'm not necessarily going to say, and, and, say and some ref calls and and some calls. Sure, their defense has been astonishingly good statistically speaking, but they've played against bad playing teams. Not necessarily bad teams, but teams that okay. did not play well at that time. Got it. Which I understand when you say it out loud, sounds like that they're playing bad because of the Steelers' defense. No. For instance, the Giants. They were playing bad for five weeks. Yep. Seven weeks, whatever it was, and then have come on since then and are much better as a team. They've gelled. The Steelers have not looked good all year. Buffalo looks to be much improved and are on the upswing. And they're the home team. Yep. I got the Bills minus two and a half versus the Steelers. And and, uh, look... It's not that I didn't, I don't agree with you because I, I think that the Bills are going to beat the Steelers, but there's that that one little thought in the back of my head. Yeah, it's like, what if this is Tomlin's prove it game? It, it might have to be. Yeah, it might have to be. Though it may also come down to that last week against Cleveland. That's true. True. It might come down to that. Your last game. Go ahead. I'm going to Tampa Bay. Tampa. Yeah, the Vikings are coming to town, and the Bucks are six and a half point favorites. Six and a half point favorites. Yeah. My MVP <laughs> is going to lead the Vikings to a victory in Tampa Bay. You are taking the Vikings. Are you taking them straight up? Yes. You. So we'll, we're going to give you the points, yeah. obviously. But I think they're going to get them straight up. They've been playing a lot better. Tampa Bay's defense is. is you said five points. Five S- points. Six and a half. Six and a half. Six and a half plus six and a half. Yep. So I hate picking games when they're coming off a bye. Okay. I hate it because mm-hmm. you don't know. Mm-hmm. The only team that I'm comfortable picking off the bye is an Andy Reid team because mm-hmm. he doesn't lose He's, coming yeah, off the yeah. bye. He just doesn't. So I saw it. I saw the spread. And coming off the bye, Tampa might this this game could get this game could get out of hand. 
it could get out of hand, but I think that Minnesota's finally at the point right now where they can keep up with them. They have Dalvin Cook. Who's well, so I think Dalvin Cook is going to be yeah, the yeah. the the catalyst for yep. whether or not yep. this – they got to stop Dalvin Cook. Yes. Tampa has to stop Dalvin Cook. Yep. And if they don't and, – and this is the interesting part. If they don't, Jefferson's going to go off. Yes. Because they're going to have that to put more guys in the box. destroy him. And yep. Jefferson's going to blow right by him. Yep. Thielen's going to do crossing routes till he turns purple in the face. You see what I did there? Yeah. And and then that's going to bring up the coverage a little bit more, and yep. then Jefferson's going to get 109 yards. Yep. On route to breaking the rookie receiving record. I mean, he might get 200 yards. That way, it's easier. For then the it's rest over. Of the <laughs> then it's over. So, quick recap: I've got the Chiefs minus seven, Texans minus one and a half, Titans minus seven and a half, Chargers plus two and a half, Bills. Minus two and a half. And you have? I have the Saints minus seven. I have the Ravens minus one. I have the Rams minus five. I have the Vikings plus six and a half. And I have the Titans minus seven and a half. Boom. Your fist bump five picks are in. Bet them whilst you can. Get that free money. And that'll do it for episode 37 of the Fist Bump Boys. We're almost there. I want to know what it is. It's there. It's there. Thank you so much for joining us. Let us know your thoughts, your picks, your you know offensive rookie of the year picks, your MVPs, coach of the year, et cetera, et cetera. Your top to bottom, your fist bump five. Hit us up on the comments on the website or even on the social medias. You know you could do that. All, all Follow us, all of them. We are at the fist bump boys. Head over to our website. Get all of our episodes, our articles. Leave comments there. We're going to be writing the article that we referred to earlier about our solution for the college football debacle. We saved the NCAA. We're we're here for all of you. Check us out on the website, www.thefistbumpboys.com. Go on Instagram next Monday night and every Monday night during the season. We have our Instagram Live Monday Night Football Halftime Show. Again, our social media is on the Instagrams and the others. At the Fist Bump Boys. And we will catch you guys next week for episode 38 of the Fist Bump Boys. <laughs> <laughs>